I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi. <laughs> this okay, is Debbie. The, oh, and I'm Laura. This is going to be a good episode. And this, <laughs> this is, is I Got, got the, the Hell Out. Okay, what was that? Hi. I don't know. It just kind of <laughs> popped out because we really didn't decide who was going first today. No, we, we didn't really decide anything. No, we just decided to get together and do this episode. And um, for Pat and Nancy out there. Our moms. Yes. That was a very special Mother's Day's gift that you could share with any friends, any family. The gift of us not swearing. But since Mother's Day is over, guess what? See, me and my mother had this discussion, and she thinks that we should continue to do this without Well, my mom does too, but... But see, this is one of the few outlets in life that I can totally be myself. Say what's on my mind the way I want to say it. Right. Because in most society, you have to watch what you say. Certain subjects are taboo. Right. Right. Um, Be politically correct and all that kind of crap. And I swear a lot. I, I do too. I, and for me, the way I describe it sometimes is it's like a reflex. Yes. My reaction when I swear sometimes it's like a sneeze. I mean, it just comes out. I don't, I can't, it, just, I, I it love, comes out. Do you know what I really missed last week? What? The, the look on your face as your jaw drops and you go, are you shitting me? <laughs> Honestly, that, that I, I missed that so much. Well, you know what though, with today, I have a feeling I'll be saying that quite a bit. Okay. Well, it, we had a really really nice rainstorm here but because see I got done with errands today and I sat like as a creeper a street over by the park <laughs> instead of pulling in your driveway and I'm gonna have to check like on my neighborhood's Facebook page they're gonna be like there's a creepy van I'm telling you because there's like these I two dudes who kept so looking at me hard oh my god I will laugh so hard and if it is on Facebook I will post that on social media so people can read about you being a creeper. It was the guy at the very end by you across the street from the tennis courts. Kind of an Italian looking dude. Dark hair. And then I guess it was a teenage kid or boy, maybe young teens that lives directly across from the tennis courts. Okay. I don't know. I just hope they post it on our Facebook page. Okay. I will laugh okay. so hard. Okay. Anyway, you Nancy and, and, and Pat, we're sorry, but we love Mother's you. Day's over. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, 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 um, I spotted the new moon coming over tonight. The new moon is the about? smallest, tiniest little piece of crescent moon in the sky. Oh, right, right. Bef- yeah, before it the starts. The new moon. Wait, no, wait. It's waning and waxing. Or waxing and waning. One of those two. I think waxes as it gets bigger. Waning is when it gets smaller. I couldn't tell you. Moon. I couldn't tell you. But um, I did. I spotted that, and that was another trigger, seeing the very fingernail of the crescent Why? of the moon. Because you, we would have the gatherings to spot the new moon up at the, up at the feast grounds. What was so... Because... Wait... I thought that you didn't like worship the moon or do solstice or all that kind of no, stuff. No, when you would spot the very first crescent, someone of the won moon, a prize. Well, <laughs> I don't remember. Well, you kind of the first person to spot it and start screaming, and then everybody'd start cheering, and like half the time I couldn't see it, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, there it is." But but who cares about the new moon? Because it's it it sets the feast days of when the feast oh, start okay. and things like that. But yeah, that's another trigger for me. I look up and I see, oh look, the little fingernail moon, yay! Um, yeah, oh, that that. I would love weird. Yeah, I'm gonna give a shout out to your dog for not barking. Well, it's a nice day today, so don't get too excited quite yet about him not barking because I'm sure he he, will today. But he helped out on our Mother's Day issue. He did. Why do I keep calling it an issue? It's an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Issue episode, whatever. Uh, Issue episode, whatever, ever, ever, ever. Um, The Kool Aid that we are drinking today uh, is entitled "The Nuclear Meltdown." Okay, what is it? 
Because it's Happy Doomsday, remember? That's right. The episode today is all about Doomsday. Why? Well, because we've talked a lot about the Old Testament, um, polygamy, but we really haven't really touched on the Doomsday the end of the world the aspect. Because, you know, it was a Old Testament polygamous Doomsday cult. So, today's Doomsday. Yeah, well, Apparently, yes. many times... You said it was doomsday. The end of the world was supposed to come many times, and it didn't. Yes, and I actually talked to a few ex-members, and I asked them to give me their thoughts and ideas. What's the most memorable thing about doomsday? We'll get into that later. But they actually gave me the five dates that they remember. Oh, get out. And some of the reasons of why the dates kept changing. Oh, get out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Back to the Kool-Aid. Okay. Um, we really didn't have any culty corrections or updates. The <coughs> excuse me, the, the only thing I wanted to say was you almost baited me into swearing last week. Um, the full I title, wanted you to swear so badly. I wanted you to swear. My van's filthy. <laughs> but the the full title of the drink was called Ble what, wait, Bless what, Your we, Heart. It was, we called it Bless Your Heart. Because down south, like, if I really wanted to be, I didn't like you and you said something in public, you go, well, bless your heart. So that's not a nice thing to say. Uh, no, it really kind of means fuck you, bitch. That's, that's the that's name of... the polite southern way of, of saying... Say, yeah, while you're out in public. Everybody knows what you're saying, but you're not saying the offending words. Ooh. So, yeah. Now, back to the nuclear meltdown. Okay. I made this one up, okay? Go for it. Uh, you start with orange-flavored Kool-Aid. Okay. And you only use half the amount of water you're supposed to use. Okay. And you don't use any sugar. You now... Uh, the space that's left... You use one quarter fireball whiskey and three quarters vodka in, Damn. in place of those two things okay. in place of the water. Uh, or if you want to get super nuclear, you only put half of the vodka and you put in a quarter Everclear. Like oh. Matching amounts of Everclear oh, and man. Fireball. And then the rest vodka. Okay. You then make um, lemonade flavored ice cubes. Just like regular uh, lemonade Kool flavored Kool-Aid. Do put the sugar, sugar in. And just make ice cubes. And when you uh, put the ice cubes in with the orangeness of the Fireball and the Kool-Aid and the melting ice, it does look like a nuclear column going up. It's oh, nice little end of the world drink. Yeah, but see, I, I don't like Fireball, so... I, I won't be drinking that. But I made it up. All right. We get points for making it up. All right. Uh, okay, moving on here. Oh, I want to talk about this article that you brought. Your Who gave this thing to you? My dad gave your it dad. to me. He's 73, Okay, I think. he's 73. This is in the ARP magazine. AARP. AARP, ARP, whatever. I mean, I think I'm old enough to be a member myself, actually. I think at 50. Bingo. Okay, haha, -ha, you're old, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, no, there's an article in here about podcasting and explaining to old people. Old people oh, what? We're, we're sorry for old people. Sorry. I, I mean, no, is that politically correct old people? I don't know, but if they're, if they're quote, old people listening to this, they're not really old people because they're with it. Gotcha. You know well, what I'm saying? There was a demographic on there that showed that um, we do have uh, women that listen to us between the ages of 45 and 65, mm -hmm. and I think maybe one or two over the age of 65. Okay. So, Well, how about we say older anyone, generation? Anyone that receives the ARP magazine or yes. is qualified to receive the ARP magazine. Correct. AARP, ARP, whatever. Um, there's an article. It says, A New Golden Age of Audio. And it's talking all about podcasts and what they are and where you can listen to them. So they're trying to reach out to everybody to get well. That's because they got all kinds there. of neat ones. If you're well, even into knitting, they well, might. But that's they might so awesome something. about it is because I guess older people. I guess that's the right word. I don't know. Like listen to the radio. And the thing about podcasting is, is it's like a radio show, but you can pause it. Well, see, and I you can come back to it. I told him about our show, and he refused for years upon years upon years to carry a cell phone with him. Okay. And me and my sister are always like, well, look, if you break down, you can call AAA or one of us. If you're walking the dog and you start feeling dizzy or get a heart attack, you can dial 911. Right. Yeah. 
and he he fought technology. He does not have a computer, has never even turned oh, one on. wow. And he got fed up with his phone company, and him and his friend went to the AARP store, and he got an Android phone. Okay. Oh, Laura, it has not been a fun two months trying to teach the man how to use oh, it no. because he gets frustrated angrily, uh. easily. And I was... He wanted to know how to view his photos. So instead of scrolling, doing this, going through all this stuff and teaching him that, I just went on to where the photo is, held on to it, and moved it over to the main screen. And right. he starts yelling at me, I didn't see what you did. I learned by watching what it you did. It doesn't do. matter. It's on the main screen. And I looked at him and I says, sometimes things I do on your phone are not going to matter in the least to you. I says, now look. It's on the main And page. I turned his phone off. I says, now, turn your phone on. Turned it on. He opened the screen. I said, you see where it says photos right there? He looked at me and said, yeah. I said, tap that. And he tapped it and the photos opened. Magic. It, I, I, ooh, just don't yell at me. Anyway, the ARP. Back to the ARP. Teaching people how to podcast. No, but it's telling and... them what podcasts are, um, how they work, and if you have an Android phone, where you can listen to it. If you have an iPhone, where you can listen. Well, see, he, he knows we do this, and he's not up to... He, I told him, look, I can put the little app right on the, f the front of your phone, just like I did for your photos. Right. And all you have to do is tap on it, and guess what? Laura and Debbie, coming at you live. Well, not Kinda live. live. Kind of live. Yeah. Are you done? With the, with, with, <laughs> oh my done. Are you done with the magazine yes, article? Yes, I am. Okay, because I I like like to go on to my personal favorite part is is Facebook. Okay. I what have, about it? I uh, would like to thank Jennifer for uh, her letting us know about Uber Conference. It was the most superest conversation. We were even duding the most superest. We were duding each other. Most superest. Yeah, I chose those words. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, she is the host of the Fallout Files. If you want to oh, give, cool. give that a check out, um, it's another podcast. And she's like us. Wait, she's, what is it? The Fallout? The Fallout Files. Files. Okay. And the, the, the word the is there, so I don't know if that makes a difference or okay. not. But we had, yeah, we had the most awesomest, bestest conversation. Did she send us a promo? Oh, she's working on it. She's the one. Yeah, that's she, right. That's right. That's right. She's inept like we are on all of this stuff. And she's just oh, jumping in and in, doing it. We are inept with a capital I. But we're doing it. We are. I mean, you can't expect a baby, you know, just jump up and start running. They got to learn to crawl Pretty and soon it's going to be like two years from now. We're still going to be saying, we're inept. We don't know what we're doing. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'd also love to say hi to Carol and Laura. Not you, Laura. Who? They're in England. Oh, nice. In two different parts. Um, one's in Appledore, which I think, oh, I should have wrote it down. I think different parts of England are pretty much like the United States. You have the one big conglomerate. Right. Then you have the separate states. Oh, and then it goes down then to Then you like have, you know, like, county, we're in the Pittsburgh cities. area. Okay. And then, you know, we're in, a diff we're in the right. same counties. And me and you even live in different town names. Right. But uh, hi, Carol and Laura. Oh, and here's something else interesting. Three of our listeners were born ass first. Nice. And Carol and Laura from England <laughs> are two of them. And Anna, Anna was quick to pipe in that she was born ass first also. But she's, she's not from England, though. No, Anna's not from okay, England. Okay, but um, they need an ass first club. There you go. There's the first three members, uh, and they can fight over who's president. Laura said that uh, by the time that her she was coming out, she was she was coming out ass first, and they didn't have time to do a C-section. And her mother Ooh. was a super trooper, and she'd Ooh. like to give her mother a shout out. I yeah, oh, I damn right, holy cow! And we did have a really good conversation. Um, I forgot to mention to them, hey. My real last name is Bradwell, and I know there's a Bradwell, England. Does anybody out there know anything about it? Am I, can I be, like, related to royalty of some sort? No, because you would have been at the royal wedding today. Oh, I'm not even interested in that. <laughs> Sorry to anybody who's interested in that stuff, but I have better things to do than watch billions of dollars. Like sleep. Be just, like, wasted. They, they, pay, they paid, like, $93 million for trumpets to be played. Well, the thing that bothered me about it was how they made the homeless people move. 
I I don't this is I don't even this is not what we're talking about. No, today. we won't talk so, about it. Um we can anybody who wants to talk about the royal wedding, bring it up on Facebook, good, bad, or indifferent. She did have a beautiful dress though. I do have to say that. I didn't even see that. Uh, I'd like to say hi to Alexandra. We had a great conversation. About what? Stuff. If you want to find out, you can look it up on the on the Facebook page. Oh, she she was asking okay. she, she was asking <laughs> what the state we were in and stuff. Oh, okay. I let her know I really couldn't disclose that. But uh Oh, you mean the cult. Right. So I'm like, wait, everyone knows we're in Pittsburgh. Whoa. I think she you meant the cult. Right. I gotcha. Where, oh, where gotcha. the cult was okay. located. And uh, lady named Sue was laughing hysterically about the uh, Instagram or Facebook something, the scary images on the house. Oh yeah, stuff. that was so funny. Yeah, like like she said something about like, are these supposed to be scary? I'm telling you, they picked the funniest, most nicest pictures. They're idiots. I they called just a bunch of idiots. I, I don't know what to tell you. And finally, Megan, she uh, chimed in and asked if I celebrated my children's birthdays afterwards. Oh, I think I saw that. And you bet your sweet ass I did. I wasn't allowed to leave the state for reasons for five years after I got divorced. But uh, as soon as I moved me and my children into off of my ex's property, and because of course I got screwed in the divorce, I got nothing. But that's a whole other story. But we moved in the very beginning of August, and one of my children's birthdays is in August. And we threw... Oh, you had one hell of a birthday party, I bet. We had one hell of a party. And each year, they just kept getting bigger and bigger. And I, I told... Oh, good for you. I told Megan that the favorite, my most favorite birthday, because, you know, favorite's pagan, too. <laughs> uh, I rented a room at one of the local hotels and had two big, huge, queen-size beds, and they had an indoor swimming pool. They had a party room. So the entire birthday party was held at the hotel. Oh, wow. And um, any parents that didn't want their children to spend the night, they took them home. And the ones that spent the night, well, we had a heck of a good time. Nice. Yeah. Um, it was always on the weekend because, of course... Their father got them on the day of their birthday. Oh. Because that was legally, if if it wasn't on a regular visitation day. Okay. Then he had right to them from the time they got out of school, I think until 8 o'clock that evening. Okay. And by then it was too late to do anything for their birthday. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. So. You might as well do it on the weekend anyway. Well, that we, we do something spectacular. We had one at the YMCA. Uh, one time, and that one was huge. I think uh, uh, I was dating a guy that had two girls. Mm -hmm. So, and his girls, one of them was born around the same time and same birthday as one of my children. So we had a double birthday party. Oh, nice. And it would, yeah, kids jumping everywhere. Oh, that's great. Splashing. And that's about all I've got for Facebook. Uh I'm always bored, guys, working, so I'm always there. Part Start a conversation. A Start, a conversation. Start a conversation. And we, hey, we finally hit 1,000 followers on Twitter. All right. Yes. I know you were stressing over that. And I, I wasn't no stressing. I was, no, I just wanted to hit 1,000. So we did. Yay. So let's go for 2,000. So if you're not following us on Twitter, it's at was in a cult. I don't even Twitter. I don't even. You don't even Twitter. Tweet. I, oh, you don't even Twitter. I don't, I, I'm, I'm so far behind. I'm, I'm proud of myself for doing the Facebook group though. You do a damn good job. Why, thank you. And I, I let everybody, I'm waiting for the first ex-member to try and infiltrate. Ooh. Hasn't happened yet. Ooh. And. Maybe uh, they're under an alias. I don't think so because. No. Everybody answers the questions correctly on. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, of how they found us and stuff. So. Okay. We've had a lot of gentlemen joining lately, which is Ooh, great to see. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know where they're finding us, but they're finding hey. us somewhere. Hey, guys. Thanks. Well, on to Happy Doomsday, Laura. Okay. Well, I have um, a propaganda pamphlet here um, titled, Preparing for the Troubled Times Ahead. Okay. Now. Very this, troubled. Apparently, this was for the teachers because... When you open it up on the first page, it says, to all teachers. Exactly. Because remember, I told you I was friends with higher ups and right. my, my in-laws, he was an elder and stuff. So go ahead. Okay. So they're teaching, this is for the teachers on what bullshit they're going to spew to the members. It says, we're making this another serious feast with a, quote, 
get on the ball, end quote, approach. Of course. For, for preparing for the days of trouble ahead. It is best to have our people prepared both spiritually and physically to help prevent the chaos that may occur without preparation. Chaos. Chaos. Anarchy in the streets. Chaos. So to prevent that chaos, it says this workshop is designed, blah, blah, blah. Um, Each person also needs to have the basic items needed. Yeah, workshop my ass. It was more of a, what what are we going to sell you? Right, exactly. Because it says... Each person needs to have the basic items needed for physical survival amidst the, uh, amidst the coming crisis. We've been commanded to prepare, so this is foremost! Exclamation point. The workshop will be for eight days, and it is divided into spiritual and physical preparation. The suggested time is four days for each part. Yes. Oh, you remember that? Uh, uh, during the feasts, we always had classes, whether... It was on chemical suits. Oh, 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 stop right there because I was just going to read this and then I wanted to know if you remember it. It says, this feast, come prepared to demonstrate how to quickly and efficiently gear up with a chemical suit and gas mask and how to build or assist in building your own safe room. Oh, I got a whole thing on safe rooms. But yeah. Every... Did they show you how to put on your suit and gas mask and all that during a feast? Well, every feast there would be drills because what? there's new people oh, and they need that makes to sense. know how to do these things. And you were also taught to put your chemical suit and your gas mask on before you help your children or anybody sort else. Sort of like the airplane deal. Yes, but can you imagine as you're getting into your chemical suit and you've got your gas mask on and you're watching your child breaking out into blisters and and, and they're gasping at their throat and clawing and here you are all nice and safe in your suit and yeah, it was never a pretty thought. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine. So then at the end of this page it says, so get on the ball. You had to get on the ball. (laughs) Yeah, the classes were... Like your gas mask. Do you know how to change a gas mask? Why the hell would I know how to change a gas mask? Do you know how to change the filter on one? Why would I? Okay, and here's the interesting thing. Nobody could ever explain this to me because in order to use a gas mask or a respirator, you have to have a clean, naked, shaven face. So here's all these men running around with beards. Right. And they're being instructed to shave their beard area to make the suction on the gas mask. You mean as the end of days are coming, they have to shave? No, before you put your gas mask on. Like, if you actually have to use it. Where the hell? Do they carry a razor with them? You know, me and the women used to laugh about this stuff because, seriously, you're hearing the sirens, the gas is rolling through the streets, and the excuse last me, thing I, I gotta have go to shave. shave. Yeah, and... But biblically, you're not allowed to shave your face for any reason. And when I brought that up to my counselors, I'm I'm like, well, it says right here, you're not supposed to shave. The men are not allowed to shave their face for any reason. Well, of course, the leader is allowed to override shit at times. Because what? Because God spoke to him in a dream or something? I don't know. But gas masks come in different sizes for different faces. Okay. And so do the chemical suits. And they make children's chemical suits. And we're going to post pictures of these because one of the pamphlets has all kind of pictures and a price list and all kind of good stuff. I, I have chemical suits and gas masks still. Nice. Yeah. You, you have to shoot me a picture of like the gas mask. Okay. Um, yeah. And the kids, like, it was one of those secret things. Like, I asked people... Um, that I talked to this week, what do you remember most about preparing for the end or just in general stuff? And one woman said that she remembered that we were always sharing tips on like where to get the free condiments. You know, you go to McDonald's and you get the ketchup. and Right, but you, you, you stocked up on those, right? Yeah, these are tips, okay? Oh, I gotcha, okay. And then while you're at the same McDonald's, grab as many napkins as you can because right. you might need those at some right. point. But it it was unspoken, but you weren't supposed to sell or trade the gas masks or the chemical suits because of the DNA. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go again with the DNA, right? Right. Them suckers are expensive to begin with. And throw in the markup that the cult put on them. Right. Or, you know, your kid just outgrew his chemical suit and gas mask. Oh, crap, that's right. Are you going to go and spend another $200? Oh, my God. So you couldn't hand that down to your other kid? No. You weren't supposed to. Yeah, what a bunch of crap. 
But uh, yeah, that was um, one of the things that somebody told me that they remembered about. Oh my god! About that the damn doomsday. DNA. Tell you, it's the DNA. Oh, tell you. Then out here it says what to expect. Now this is the mental pressure, and it has pictures, these little cartoons of all these people look all stressed out. I like the woe is me. They could. They, I, I'm sure they had better clip art back in the mid. I don't know, but the pictures are just so beautiful. The mental pressure. It says, things are closing in on us. Uh, What the prophecies show and what's going on around us indicate to us the closeness of our time. The pressure is building. We cannot collapse, give up, or run. There you go. You were supposed to run to them. Get this. They used to sell portable made out of PVC pipe, okay, and plastic and duct tape. That was sold for what? Because we live in Pittsburgh. We work here. We go to the feast three times a year, right? Right. Well, all of a sudden, the world's ending, and we have we have oh. to get to that state. Oh my God! So you might have to only trek so far. You could only maybe we're, we're down to walking before we're too tired to keep going. So that's where you set up your portable room that has your air filter and everything else because if you don't have an air filter you'll suffocate there's pippy barking Um, we're gonna take a break right here because i have to pee anyway (laughs) sorry for the break pippy was barking at the amazon guy guy. yes yes we were talking about the safe rooms okay uh the portable ones that they would sell were for like people working out of town these safe rooms are above ground they're just made so you're not out in the chemicals. Okay. It's like if you're traveling and you're trying to... So at the end of the world with the nuclear chemical whatever, your little PVC safe room that's like some little shanty town. Not even because it's made out of plastic. I think eight And that's going to keep you safe. All right. It's going to check in. While you're stopping to rest and sleep oh, for, for the night. Sake. That way... <laughs> You, you got a room of purified air to rest in. And don't forget to bring your five-gallon bucket to pee in. Oh, my God. Because you can't go outside and pee, so you had to have a five-gallon bucket to do your business in. Who makes this up? I don't know. People obviously made it up oh there. Oh, my God. And then they had, we had classes on how to turn a room in your own house into a safe room, how you duct tape the windows closed. Okay, that makes a tad bit more sense or something underground or whatever that at least kind of makes some sense but to like travel along schlepping stuff over your shoulder to like pitch a tent i don't make up the the rules i honestly wondered if people you know just sat around and thought about things that they because these portable rooms were not cheap and i mean they were just pvc plastic and duct tape and Which you can go to Home Depot and probably drop 30 bucks. Exactly. Well, PVC is a little more than that. But. Okay. but still, I'm sure that's not what the cult charged. No, they charge like 10 times of what it costs to build one. But you got all your pieces and they were labeled in well, marker. Well, already a- then. Sort of like an Ikea. Yeah. together Ikea thing. Except a PVC pipe snaps together. You don't even have to... You don't need the Swedish directions or whatever. No, you just got your little three ways for the top or four. I don't remember. But yeah. I'm just cracking up. I'm just picturing this little makeshift thing. In, in, the, in the middle of the road. In the middle of the road somewhere. In the apocalypse. As you're, the, the, the quote, apocalypse. And quote. this is, and then they would tell you, you know, how long after you had it set up that you have to go in and you could breathe the air because, yeah. Wonderful right. information. Oh my God. Now, speaking of all of this stuff that you needed, it says, um, if you're having financial difficulty, a little budgeting or financial counseling might be helpful. Oh, yeah. Preparing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like the laugh on your, like, you're like, yeah. Everything is so expensive. And it used to kill me because they would go to the local Army-Navy store and buy. Dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. And then they would turn around and sell it to people, the out-of-towners mostly. Because the out-of-towners didn't know where to buy this stuff. Right. And it's being, oh, my gosh, we need it now. And they would load up five gas masks for the family, you oh know? Oh, my and God. Well, this workbook, it has a budget sheet, okay? So you can kind of put your needs, your basic food, your wants, blah, blah, blah. So it's basically for you to budget to see how much money you have or you will need Is for the end of time. Is that your writing or mine? That's, why the hell would that be my writing? 
Let me look at that real quick. Hold on, guys. Wait, I, wait I just want to say, though, so at the bottom it says, if it's a plus, then there's a surplus of money. If it's a minus, there's not enough money. I must have actually filled this one out. You Hold did. On. It sure as hell's not me. Why would I fill that out? Look, it even requires first, second, and third tithe on here. Taxes. Dang. You, you don't remember doing that? I, I, no, <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Oh, look, it even has man's income, woman's income, other income. Yeah. Okay, look, I obviously didn't finish it because I don't have a budget or I... It looks like you started, then you just, went, <laughs> you just went like the hell with it. I think this is one of the ones that my ex shoved at me and said, do this. Okay. And so I started to do it. I, I don't know. Is this my writing? I, the hell? I saw that. I, I, well, you, have you ever looked at something and wondered if it was your writing? I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, that's why I usually didn't do these things. No, Debbie, as I was preparing for this, I sat there and I was like, hmm, let me budget myself. I thought maybe you started <laughs> to do that. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Well, then it goes on. They're talking about how you have to be mentally ready. Mm -hmm. in, uh, like physically, mentally, financially ready, whatever. So they have this cute little thing in here about depression, which I'm not even going to go talk about because then I'm going to be like, pulling out my soapbox and getting all pissed off about how them talking about how to handle depression. Okay. But I think it's kind of funny. And they have like a little lady here with a little sad face, little clip art with a glass of water. I guess I don't know if water's making her feel better. I you could know. probably post that page on, on the media, social media. I could do that. And I just take that. out the words we don't, we don't put in. But it does say the most important thing anyone can do for the depressed person is to help him or her get involved in learning the scriptures. Yes, because that helps everything. It may require making an appointment and accompanying the depressed person to the overseer. Oh the my gosh, look overseer. at you clenching your jaw. Look Who? at you clenching your jaw. Yes, the overseer. Who the hell's the overseer? Grand Poobah. The big oh, man himself. Oh, so, you, so if you're depressed, oh my God. See, maybe I need to go down there. Uh, yeah, he can. Oh, well, they they used to lay hands on you to Again, get rid of demons. Minutes. Again, I'd last two minutes. But it came out about touching unclean women, and now they hand you this little tiny, it's like a half inch by half inch linen thing in a plastic bag that's anointed with the holy oil that the priest prayed over, and you're supposed to stick it on your forehead while you're saying your prayers, and it's supposed to be the same thing as the elders laying their hands on you. So I think this is outdated because I don't okay. think the big man himself is going to help you, you know, win your depression, See, Laura. See, I would love, I would love to sit down and have a talk with about him, about neurotransmitters with him. He wouldn't know what you're talking about. I know, but I would love it. I would just love to call his bluff and just... He thinks bats are birds for crying out loud. That's true. That is true. I, come on. That's true. But I would just love it. All right. What else? Then there's the physical preparation. They're talking about... Ooh, hear that thunder. Yes, I love a good storm. And if but we not get knocked out, we're going <laughs> to... You know what? Maybe it, Did you save this? No, I don't save it till we're done. I can't save it till we're done. Oh, well, can we're you good. save two parts? No, I don't know how to. I'm sure I can. Oh, because we're well, just... Well, look at me, really. <laughs> like I know how to. Oh, my God. Okay, so then they're talking about... <coughs> let me get this other sheet. Um, okay, so suggested survival plan list. So in addition to your chemical gear, there's the basic gear. Um, there's too much to list. But a shovel is a must. Well, I'm, I love that. A shovel is a must. But I'm going to put um, take a picture of this and post this on social media because it's kind of funny. Um, then they also have... Don't ask me why a shovel is a must because you're supposed to have... To bury your dead. Really? I don't know. Well, I watch too much true crime. So oh. when I see shovel, I think bury the dead. Bury your victim. I don't know, but remember, you're supposed to have your five-gallon bucket with you to be in your safe room because you can't go outside to go to the bathroom. So what do you need a shovel for? To bury dead people. I don't know. I don't know. Start Read watching on. true crime, and that's what you'll be like, yep, uh-huh. Read on. Okay. Oh, now this is one you need to talk about. They were talking about essential oils, especially young living essential oils. Why was it specifically young living? Because we had a woman join that she was already doing the Young Living Essential Like selling oils. them. Selling so, them, okay. yes. She was a distributor. 
And the leader latches on to any single woman who has something, whether... Like an income, you mean? An income, money, an inheritance, a business. That's who the leader latches on to and then sucks you dry. Gotcha. Well, he figured out everybody was using these young living essential oils because... And I'm not promoting them. They they, 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 They smell bad. They smell bad. They smell bad. Um, well, actually, it's just a trigger for me now to okay. smell them. Okay. Um, I do have a couple oh, stories about the oils. One you'll get a kick out of. Both of them, I think you will. But anyway, she ended up becoming one of the leader's wives. He saw how... Get out. Yeah, imagine that. She was mm. in my speech class. This is the only reason I know this. And she gave a lot of speeches on the oils. Okay. She would incorporate the oils into her speeches and try and sell them to us in class. Do you know what I mean? Right. And anyway, the oils caught on, and he started having the store sell them. And ah, okay. So everybody started buying from the store instead of buying from her. Oh, of course. Of course. They, they, right. take, they take over everything that makes money. And she probably didn't even see it coming. Probably not. I don't even remember what happened to her. She wasn't somebody I hung out with. I just remember her from speech class. And the year that the oils became big. Now, remember I told you I went to Israel, right? Yes. Well, I was in Israel and I was probably second, third day there in a 10-day trip. Okay. We're walking around and we're looking at stuff. And gentlemen, can gentlemen get urinary tract infections? Sure can. Anybody out there who's ever had a urinary tract infection, you know how painful it is? Oh my God, I know the story. And... (laughs) You know that you feel like you're you're gonna either pee yourself, right? Oh, they're horrible. Every they're time, absolutely minutes. horrible. Yeah. And if you're walking around, you know, as a tourist, you can mm-hmm. ignore the feeling to go because you know you're not gonna have to. But, but 15 minutes later, you'll have 15 or 20 drops of pee come you, out. You need regardless. to pee. Yeah. And I was in a foreign country. I where do you seek help for this? Right. Okay. Right. And so uh, I waited till that evening, and I I called the nurse. She was one of my friends. And she, now was she with you in Israel? Or you, no, or she, no. Oh, you called her back. I called her back, back home, back the in the states. Okay, because we'd call. I'd, I'd talk to my kids every night. Okay, and we made the decision to because it's really expensive calling cards international. Oh, back then I have, don't even right. remember how much it was a right. minute, but we had to try. We we budgeted for phone calls. Believe okay. it or not. But we made the decision, and I called her, and she asked what essential oils we had with us because we were allowed to travel with them. And she asked, do you have any thieves oil? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, here's what you need to do. Now, let me tell you, do you know why it's called thieves oil, Laura? Yes, I actually do. Why? Because this is the story I heard. In the Middle Ages, the thieves would use whatever mixture of oils these are to go and rob people, especially people like that have died, graves. graves, whatever. And these oils would prevent them from getting any kind of bacteria or virus. And That's because they would put it on their upper lip right. underneath their nose. You're surprised I knew this, huh? I am surprised. A plus for you, How girlfriend. But thieves oil, very, I mean, if it can keep you from getting the plague right. by breathing it, then this damn is some good. serious shit, okay? Right. Um, it was the Sabbath the next day, and she instructed me, because it's the Sabbath, wait till tomorrow. Get a gallon of water and put like 10 drops of thieves oil in it. Okay. Then she said to be more comfortable, strip down from the waist down because you're going to be spending a few hours on the toilet. And she told me to drink as much of this thieves oil water as I could stomach as fast as I could. So just like chug that gallon or whatever. I got halfway through it is all I can tell you. And this is the day before smartphones and you can only read the toothpaste so many times. Right, right. You can only read the shampoo so many times. And of course I had no books because we weren't allowed to have worldly books. Oh, that's right. And I was not going to sit on the shitter reading the scriptures. Well, plus you get cramps in your legs and then you get that like ass ring from the toilet. Yeah. Well, let's say I got half and... It's the Sabbath, so my mom and Kenny are in the very next room sleeping. Okay. okay. There's a door between us. Okay. Two double beds. And in Israel, they, they don't have showers like you would think. The entire bathroom floor 
is sloped towards the shower on one end and you don't step into a bath or a shower. You just simply open the curtain and walk forward. Okay. Okay. Here I am sitting with naked from the waist down, bored to death, halfway through this water thinking I can't take another sip of it. And I get a brilliant idea, Laura. (laughs) I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm sending 10 drops of this stuff through my system. Okay. I'm just going to get the tiniest little bit on my finger and I'm going to put it at the root of the problem and it's going to work its way upwards. Okay. Let me tell you about instant regret. Okay. (laughs) I thought my vagina was on fire. I thought somebody shoved a habanero pepper in me. Okay. And my mom and Kenny are sleeping on the other side of the door. And I have my hands clamped over my mouth like this going, <laughs> trying to silently scream and trying to figure out what I do before my vagina oh my falls god. off. Okay. Oh my god. Well, actually it was my urethra too. Okay. And I jumped up, I ran for the shower, which was like four feet away. Oh my god. And I oh have the god. shampoo in my hand, like globs of it, and I am just scrubbing Did and that scrubbing. That's not even gonna help though, because like your skin absorbed the oil. Did it help? Uh, cold water, a lot of shampoo, and about ten minutes later, I oh could breathe again. Oh my god. Let me tell you, I've never had another urinary tract infection since 2001. And if you do, guess what you aren't going to do to it? No, no, that's not (laughs) happening again. Um, The other story, I I love this one, um, from the Young Living Oils, is people really didn't know what they were doing with them like I didn't, okay? So, yeah, apparently. I had come back from my trip, and it was probably six, eight months later, and I'm sitting at my friend's house. And we're sitting in her trailer, and we're sitting at the kitchen table. All of a sudden, this blood-curling scream comes out of the bathroom, and she's in a double-wide trailer. Okay. I have my back to that direction. So as I'm turning around, I see her husband running for the kitchen, naked as a jaybird, okay? (laughs) Junk flapping in the wind. Eyeballs as big as dinner plates, <laughs> screaming at the top oh of God, his lungs. Oh my God, where did he put oil? Okay. He grabs her one-gallon jug of Wesson cooking oil, brand new. Uh-huh. He squats like a caveman on the linoleum floor oh and starts pouring it down his back ass end. <laughs> He's got handfuls of it as he is scrubbing it up into his man parts, Okay. <laughs> And he's screaming at the top of his lungs. And I'm sitting, it's a train wreck. I can't look away. It's a train wreck. And my mouth must be on the table. And he's still scrubbing and calming down a bit. Oh my God. At this point, my friend slaps me and she's like, I think you need to leave now. And yeah, that was like, what happened? What did he do? He put straight peppermint oil (gasps) on his hemorrhoids. Oh dear God. Yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. I, I don't recommend Ooh. either of the things I just told you. Oh. I really wish that would have happened to him before I went, you know, to Israel because I would have known not to put it there. Right, right. right. Yeah. Oh Those God. these are very, very pugnant, strong. No things. essential oils on the private parts. No, no, and not in your eyes. And no. I would say any kind of like mucosal membrane. I basically. would say if maybe you you cut it with like a cooking oil or olive oil. I could have done that. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. But straight, oh, oh no. gosh, no, 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 no. Moving on. Okay. Now, this has a grocery list of things. Um, it says, groceries are your personal choice, but the following is a great list to choose from. Now, there's a bunch of stuff stuff listed, but... Do they have Jack Mackerel listed? I uh, don't know. Th- but... They have two things listed that I think are hysterical for the end of times to make sure you're safe for the the apocalypse, blah, blah, blah. Oh, please share. Oh, I'm going to. Salsa picante sauce. <laughs> beer and wine. <laughs> <laughs> don't die over there. So apparently, apparently we don't want the staples. We're going to party. We're going to have picante sauce. And beer, beer and wine. wine. Yeah. Those are on the list. Okay. And I lived in a place that every summer it was over 100 
days in a row that it was over 100 degrees. Were we supposed to be drinking hot beer and hot wine? I don't know, but it sounds like you guys were supposed and to party. And where's the chips for the salsa? Are we, are we oh, just no, wait, eating Emily, straight no, salsa? No, no. Hold on here. Hold on. I think it does say something about... Um, wait, maybe it doesn't. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, that... You the, know what? I do not see any kind of... Apparently, you're just, like, drinking the salsa and the beer. I don't know. Second salsa, man. There you go. Oh, on a, on a second note, um, a lot of people prepared for the end in different ways. The gentleman I just told you about in the peppermint oil, uh-huh. his double-wide trailer was covered over in this huge-ass structure, okay? Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of windows, so light could still get in. He had fish tanks in there. He, he, you could grow stuff. So it was sort of like a greenhouse covering his okay. house house. Right. Because he wanted to ensure that his family could go outside okay. during the apocalypse. And he could still grow food. Because that's what you'd want to do, right? You could. He could still keep chickens. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, this structure around this double-wide trailer was huge. Huge corrugated metal Damn. and windows. I'm gonna try and look for a picture of it. I'm okay. pretty sure I have a picture of it. Oh, good. Um, and we'll be able to post oh, it. Oh, cool. So, but different people prepared in different ways. Okay. Well, what does this mean? On the back here, um, it says one month tribulation package. Oh, that's what the that. Well, okay. Now, I let... mean, because it says recommended package for one person for one month, and the cost is. Back and then, three hundred bucks, three hundred dollars for one month supply, and you're gonna have to post a um a picture of that because there's too much. But oh yeah, no, okay. I will. The one thing that caught my eye, Laura, we we talked about the keeper, right? The uh, oh, that was cup. the menstrual cup, right? Okay, now who needs a brand new keeper menstrual cup every month, or what does it say twenty eight pads? What do you need? One, one package of panty liners, one keeper. Or 24 pads. Who uses 24 pads in a period? I, I don't use pads, but I mean, isn't that an extraordinary a lot to use for one period? Or, I like this, one box of Q-tips. One box of Q-tips lasts me, what, six months? I don't think I've bought a box of Q-tips in a couple years. I, I mean, I seriously. Four bars of soap? Now, how is somebody who works at the press room making $40 a week... Supposed to afford a tribulation package of three hundred dollars oh a month. Oh my god, one five pound bag of sugar. Yes, per month. Yeah. What in God's name are you doing with that? I guess getting diabetes. Holy. <laughs> getting the diabetes. I'm getting the diabetes. Oh, my god. oh, but they do say one bottle of wine. Oh, they're getting you drunk at least one night a week or once a month. But let's just okay. So you need all these Q-tips, but only one bottle of wine per month. Maybe I'm gonna tra- you trade. You can trade me your wine. I'll give you more Q-tips. Oh, my God. Well, that's how I ended up with 3,000 tampons, because I figured I was going to trade them. And, yeah. Yeah, we will definitely post a picture of this, because there's way too much crap here. Hey, do you know what the uh, gas tank looks like underneath a gas station? Mm, Nope. It looks like a huge, huge, huge corrugated pill. Okay? Like, like think gel cap type thing. Right. And they were selling these. Don't ask me who got a hold of them, but they were all over the front of the property before you went through the gates with big for sale on them. And they were meant for you to buy to use as a fallout bomb shelter. You could bury it in your backyard. Oh, wow. And Now, see, that makes more sense to me than, once again, schlepping along PVC pipe. I don't know what. And can you imagine one little hole in that? That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. What a bunch of idiots. I, I didn't buy oh one. Oh, my God. I didn't buy one. I did not. Oh, and they encouraged you, because I'm assuming, again, they were a, de- a dealer. Like, the Young Living Oils, they oh, made money. Okay. Right. We were encouraged to purchase nitrogen-packed five-gallon buckets of food. Cheese powder, egg powder, So everything's rice. powdered? Um, like, or what? Well, it's freeze-dried. Oh, okay. And nitrogen okay. packed. Okay. So, like, banana slices, strawberry slices. The, the, the list was endless that you could buy. And it was supposed to be nitrogen-packed and good for 10 years. 
Okay. Okay. Now stick these buckets in the backs of tractor trailers in the sun for years. Ooh. Okay. I can tell you that our $20,000 worth of food is probably long since expired since we started buying it 25 years ago. Oh, God, that's disgusting. Yeah, and I talked to somebody who left. And what they started doing was buying expired buckets of food for $5 a bucket from people. Especially like the rice, the cheese they sauce, the eggs. It? They were using it for the cafe. Oh, dear God. My one friend's little girl, she was old enough to be... Because you're supposed to put your children into service as soon as they're able. Okay. So her little girl, during the feast, her job was to put... Drop the rice into five-gallon buckets of water and stir it around. And I call them Mothra, but they're pantry moths. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Her job was to take a strainer and strain out all the moth and moth eggs oh, that floated to the top. Oh, gross. Um, I know a lot of the rice went rancid, and Ugh. they tried it to cover it up with different flavors Ew. and things. Yeah. So, like, I don't remember how much stuff cost, but like, let's say a five-gallon so bucket of powdered eggs cost $115. Okay. It's expired. They're graciously giving you $5. And then they're turning around and making expired powdered eggs, and selling them for breakfast at the cafe. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. It, it, it's never ending what they do for money. Never ending. They had people that, there was a sale at the grocery store that to get you in there, and you didn't have to buy a single thing. Okay. It was a six-pack of, like, Pepsi products. I think Mountain Dew's Pepsi, isn't it? I think so. Anyway, um... A six-pack of bottles was 99 cents. Limit two per person. Okay. They had people that were dedicated people that would go to these grocery stores to buy as many of these six, two per person. Right. So you start at one end of the cashiers. And you, oh, you make your way down and, each. And, nope. And then the next time you go in, you go at the other end until you're like meeting in the middle. Gotcha. So nobody remembers seeing you. Gotcha. And okay. you do that as many times as you can. And then they were turned around and selling them for $1.25 a, a bottle. bottle. Oh my and God. nobody was buying them for that much. They, If they would have sold them for $0.50 cents a bottle, they'd have made a killing. Right. But they ended up sitting all summer long Good. in a trailer. Good. And they all went flat. <laughs> well, the shitty thing was is people bought them. They were flat and brought them back. And they were told, I'm sorry, we're not allowed to issue refunds. Oh. So until word got around the entire feast grounds, right? Like, people were buying these these horrible. They weren't expired, but they were kept flat. in conditions that right. they weren't meant to be right. broiling trailers. Yeah. Oh my god! I just like the fact that they lost money on some of that, though. I love. I it. don't know if they lost money because ninety nine cents a six pack, and I don't know how many they sold. Uh, just they might have broke even. Who knows? Let me pretend they lost money. Anyway, keep going. I think that's all I have from the pamphlets. All right. So, well, I did talk to a bunch of people this past week, as you know, I have my homework book. Right. Um, this person said would like to be quoted by name, okay? Okay. Um, Yael said that, because I asked people, what's the most that you re- what's the most memorable thing about doomsday or okay. having to prepare, you know, that aspect. And Yael said that Every time you turned around, the fucking end was coming. <laughs> okay, well that okay, that leads me to ask, how many times did like like the end is coming? Oops, here we are. A lot. How uh, many can you remember how many times when, exactly? When I joined in 93, we were supposed to have three and a half years left. That was it. Okay. That's- now did you believe that? I was there for love and lust. Come on. But, but I'm saying there's like, were you just like, yeah, right. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can't control anything around you. I mean, I, anyway. Um, but he reminded me, um, because see, I joined in 93. Okay. And 97 was supposed to be the first time that the world was going to end. Okay. <clears throat> but see, according to them, time starts and stops according to world events. Of course it does. Of course so it does. So at some point... The time stopped and it became stagnant. 
Then they were predicting the year 2000. Okay. Remember? Your, Y2K. Your, your computer was going to blow right, yeah, flames Y2K. out. Right, and everybody's right. neighborhoods were going to burn. Right. Okay. I was gone by then, but this guy, he was in until, I think, 09, maybe. Okay. But um, again, in four, seven, and eight, and that's when he left. So um, yeah, that's five times right that's there. That's so funny. But, but time it starts, it starts and stops. stops. Well, that's a perfect, that's a good explanation for why, you know, why the end didn't really happen. Uh, I asked a couple of other people, like I said, what do you remember? And the one woman said, just the constant fear. The constant fear of trying to keep safe, keep my baby safe. Do, do I have everything that I need? If, if the end happened tomorrow, what am I missing? So she firmly believed it yes. was coming. She okay. firmly believed it was coming. And she lived it just for years in fear. Oh, my God. That's what she remembers. Just always living in fear. Uh, somebody else told me that what they remember is... There was always something new, always something new to keep you alive that you needed, whether it was a supplement, it was a chemical suit, gas, gas it mask, was a food. whatever. Okay. Yeah, you and see the booklet that you read out of was published in 2002 because every feast was they, a new one, probably. They update all the booklets. Oh, because now you need to buy this. Well, not only that, but things they would change it in the scripture book. Oh, that's right. But okay. they always keep adding to the pamphlets. They never get rid of one. No, no. Why would we do that? They just take things out, change it, or add to it. So okay. what you read out of was a 2002 feast guide for Oh, so there's a lot the of stuff that's been added, I'm sure. Um, I talked to somebody a few weeks ago, and when I left, my book was a 7th edition. Okay. I left in 2003. They are now up to the 17th Holy cow. edition. And you're always encouraged to purchase a new book. Well, of course you are. Well, that, back then it was 50 bucks. I can oh, only imagine man. what it is now. And this is somebody that's making, what, 40 bucks a week? Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, uh, somebody else, I have no personal knowledge of this. They told me this happened to a neighbor of theirs. Okay. The neighbor had dogs, and he was preparing for the end with his dogs. Okay. So he got one of those portable garages. You know the kind you can buy at, like, Harbor Freight or something? It's it's canvas and metal. Oh, yeah, okay. You just put it together. Right, right. He stocked it with hundreds upon hundreds of pounds of dog food. Oh, my God. Filled it, forgot about it. Then the rat epidemic started. I was just going to say that could not be good. Uh, they couldn't figure out where the explosion of rats was coming from until they found where the rats oh. had eaten in. And they, they actually made, the rats had to have been in heaven. They oh, made, no kidding. They made their nest in the dog food bags, in the piles. Oh, they had to be. Oh, they burrowed yeah. through it, and it was oh like tunnels and shit. Oh, oh, gross. That's so disgusting. I wasn't there, but I heard they set fire to the whole thing, and like there were burning rats oh, running out oh, of the pile. Oh, and, oh, oh. I, and I'm not for I, in favor of burning anything alive. You know what I mean? I just, I would have figured out some other way some to get rid of it. Some other way to get, oh. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so disgusting. And, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. About what? I told you that I had some exciting news that's going to be exciting for me and maybe some other people. But not for me? You, you're going to give a big cheers, okay? <laughs> anyway, um, I forgot to mention this because see my homework book, all the right, homework I do, right. it's, it's in the wrong, I, I wrote it down in the wrong spot. Ah, what is the big news? I spoke to an ex-member today okay. that told me, and I'm going to use their... Old names, not their cult names. Okay. That Carrie and Toby finally left. Now, oh. I don't know if their kids are gone, but Carrie's daughter was supposed to marry my son when they became of age. Oh, wow. And um, remember me mem uh, mentioning the gold feast, you know, yes. the polished shaft and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw pictures of Carrie and her daughter um, on, on their Facebook page, and there was a baby between them. I don't, and, and the daughter is of age where she could have been married off and that could have been right. a baby, 
But then again, Carrie kept having babies. So it could have been hers, too. I had no idea. Um, I'm going to try and find out some more, but I don't know if the daughter or the two sons left, but I know that those two... Two of them got the hell out. They got the hell out. And I'm going to call him Elder Ben because that... Well, that's short for what his 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 uh, cult name cult was, name. Um, but yeah, Elder Ben and his entire family. From uh, what I hear from this person, they left, and they the are elder. An elder left. Whoa! Took his, and that elder was there from before me, and I don't know if it's now, recent. What would it take for an elder to leave? I mean, because they're all in on the bullshit. What would? Why would a they lot leave? of them are there really thinking that they're doing? The Lord and God's work. They really do. So does like something just hit them one day like, this is a bunch of bullshit. I have no idea. My ex is still there 25 years later. I, I have no idea. But yeah, Elder Ben and his nice. family. Um, More people got the hell out. And they're on the big island is all I can say. I'm not going to say where they are, but they're on the big island if you catch uh, my drift. Gotcha, gotcha. Anna, you might run into them sometime. <laughs> Yes, and I talked to my friend, I forgot to mention, Drizzle. She's one of my oldest friends. Drizzle. Drizzle. I love that name. She changed her name in life, too, because she doesn't live in Pittsburgh anymore, and where she lives, every time there'd be a party, an outing, or whatever, it would be drizzling, and because she's from Pittsburgh. Oh my God, that's so funny. They started calling her Drizzle, Drizzle, because she was bringing the drizzle with her. So she got tired of it, and she's like, Screw it, I'll make it my name. She's the coolest person. No shit, she legally is Drizzle. She legally changed her name to Drizzle. But I talked to her the other day, and she quitted our hiatus. And she's finally back to listening to us, but she had an interesting perspective. She said that she used to listen to us on her morning commute, because it's like an hour and a half morning commute. But some of the stuff that we talk about is very heavy or depressing. Okay. And those things stick with her all day. And how do people live like this? How do you make another human being do this? Right. So, yeah, shout out to you, Driz. I hope you're still listening. I know you are. But um, (laughs) Hey, Drizzle. I hope everybody's enjoying it. I, I try and make it not depressing and... But well, but it is what it is. There's some things I mean, out there that there's some are, things you can't sugarcoat, you know? I'm not Willy Wonka. I don't sugarcoat shit. Sorry. You know? <laughs> no snozberries or... No, no, no <laughs> snozberries or everlasting gobstoppers. But anyway. Oh, I could have sugar... I, that, I should have covered... Should have covered... Should, I should have covered sugar-coated <laughs> shit for the big man's box. Because, you know, he got period chocolate at least. We'll get into that some other time. I know. Because that is hysterical. Chocolate-covered shit. Anyway, that's about all I have for today. Have Everything's tossed out. for next week, or are we going to think about it? What do you want to do? I don't know. I think we've been doing pretty good just thinking just about what it. we want to dive into. And okay. uh, you can look through your pile of propaganda and go, okay. hey, what about this? Okay. Well, like we've been doing, we've been swapping promos with other podcasts. Yes, it's been fun. Which has been fun. And if anybody... Um, would like to swap promos with us, just um, send it to our email address at I got the hell out at gmail.com. It's first come, first serve. It's, well, first come, first serve. We're already booked up to July. No, end of June. End of June. End of June. But that's what I said, July, the beginning oh, that's of true. July. That's true. But we can still put you on the calendar. You will get it, put it in the episode, whatever. But this one for today, it is called the Chewed Gum Podcast. Do you know that out at Conneaut that there's a little roller coaster there that when you you go past it there you're you just on have this the ride. most random bullshit. Look, you're on this ride and you're on this roller coaster ride at Conneaut Lake Park and you're supposed to take your chewed gum out and stick it to the wall. There are thousands upon thousands of pieces of chewed gum. I'm going to find one on the internet and we're going to post it. All righty. Cuz I stuck gum there. <laughs> I did. I stuck gum there the last time I was there a few years ago. Me and my kids. It was a tradition. We go, ready guys, stick. Oh my God. And you go past the wall so quick, you have to just like slam it on there. Chewed gum. Okay, we're back to okay. the chewed well, gum. Well, that's not what it has here. What they're doing. No. <laughs> what if it not- was a podcast just about Connie Ott and throwing gum on the wall? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, the Chewed Gum Podcast. It says, our podcast is strictly for roughing up the entertainment industry. 
So they basically like watch movies, TV shows, whatever bullshit about it. Um, and the one that I listened to, I believe it was their episode number five. It was titled From Cosmo Kramer to Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and they talk about Seinfeld, The Twilight Zone, The Commuter, and it says, oh, and much more. Seriously. Okay. So, yeah, so they basically just talk about TV shows, movies, entertainment, and just kind of bullshit about it. So nice. I'll give them a listen. It is called Chewed Gum Podcast. Um, on Twitter, it is at Chewed Gum Pod, and we are going to have their promo at the end of this episode. All right, guys. And as always, um, we'd love to help each and every one of you get the hell out. We're still working on resources. Yay, us. Oh, dear God. We're going to be working on this forever. But that's okay. Uh, I like working on things. Okay. I'm going to try and recruit. It's just frustrating. Look, I'm going to try and recruit your brother. I know. You, you ask him, because if I ask him, he'll just be like, yeah, right. You ask him. Uh, well, I'm, I'll am i offer my services for his services. That didn't come out that right. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> let's be clear on this, guys. I work for Laura's brother. <laughs> that doesn't sound right either. His fiance would hate me. Oh, my God. Oh Erica, my God. you're a lovely woman. Oh I met God, you that's once. So funny. Oh. Please clarify. I work for your brother, <laughs> and instead of... And he's a computer guy. Yes. So I'm hoping we can trade professional services. If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, until next week, I'll be thinking about what I'm going to talk to you about. All righty. So um, hang around and listen to the promo for Chewed Gum Podcast. And until next week, I'm Laura. I'm Debbie. And this has been I Got, I got the, the Hell out. out. See you guys. Bye. Do you enjoy entertainment? Have you wasted money or time not knowing what to expect? Well, look no further. The Chewed Gum Podcast is your answer. It's a plasty blast. We are the Gruesome Twosome and Seamus and Luke. We find the latest entertainment and give you our views and hopefully save you time and money. So come listen to the Gruesome Twosome and chew up recent entertainment. Uh, who's listening to you dummies? Girl. <laughs>